<laughs> Absolutely. We are super excited for for a remix. Yeah. Gonna be awesome. I remember, yeah, man. I remember um I think it was either you or MJ talking about how like remix like the the name kind of came from like a, a like a, a mix board, right? Like is that wrong or am I am I putting that in my head? <laughs> you you totally could be right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I I really um actually I'm not sure. Like, I'm guessing that that sounds right to me. Like Brian and Michael are both very um uh into music and and when they were teenagers they were like in bands and stuff i think michael actually is still in a band um and sit does performances and stuff so yeah definitely definitely a thing for them gotcha that's awesome awesome i'm just saying that because i'm sitting here on my roadcaster you saw it at uh actually uh an event we're both at just together uh a few days yeah yeah it's awesome yeah yeah absolutely um but uh yeah i'm so excited for this guys <laughs> welcome to uh our conversation about remix comp and why you don't want to miss out on it on, out on it i mean you probably already know i mean if you were there last year you know how popping that was i mean it was just so well organized um the whole team just really put together an amazing event and i guarantee you this year is going to be uh just as good uh if not Definitely Remix Conf was actually uh, my first ever web conference or JavaScript conference or anything like that. So I had really? a blast and I have a fond memory of it. Yes. Awesome. Well, hey, that's that's fantastic. Um, I uh, I patterned Remix Conf after React Rally um, because it was just such an awesome conference and it's coming back again this year. So I'm I'm thrilled. I'm going to be speaking and it's um, giving a workshop and everything. So it's awesome. Um, and I'm I'm just looking forward to um, playing it again uh, this year. It's uh, yeah, lots of really cool things we can talk about. I actually met Ishan in person for the first time at Remix Conf. Also, yeah, yeah. I, and this and this guy, yeah, that was actually the first time Scott and I met in person as well. You know, I'll say this: um, Remix, you know, occupies a really the the Remix conference occupies a special place in my heart because. That was when I I came back to the the team and I said, "Hey, in-person conferences are back." This mm. the, I you know, the energy especially coming out of the the pandemic, uh you could really feel the energy is back and there was this open question about whether, you know, what the future conferences were like and uh that's where I really felt like uh things turned around. It was it was executed great kind of both offline and online what really well. Kent uh, brought back yeah. conferences single-handed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yeah, it, it's That's pretty awesome. fun. I, I'm glad that it well, it, uh, it was so impactful to both of you. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, yeah. just a, a huge shout-out to the conference and excited you guys are bringing it back. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to kick off real quick and then we'll, we'll really dig into things. Uh, I think we've kind of already kicked it off, but let's just throw it out there. What we kind of are spiel here. So welcome to JavaScript GM live. We do this every Wednesday, 12 PM Pacific standard time. Um, and we have some amazing people on like Kent. Um, so don't, don't miss out on any future episodes. 
just go to javascriptjam.com and sign up for our newsletter and you'll see all the amazing things there that we're going to be talking about and people that we're going to be having on. So uh, with that being said, whether you're a beginner or whether you've been doing this for a very long time, web development that is, we love to hear from everybody. Okay. Uh, we like to try and keep this as open mic as possible. And so therefore, you know, we want to allow you to come up and speak with Kent and have some com questions, conversation, opinions, thoughts, facts, whatever it might be. We'd love to hear from everybody. So um, yeah, please feel free to request to come up and we'll bring you up here so we can have a wonderful conversation. In fact, actually, when that happens, typically more value is uh, given to those uh, in attendance here uh, and uh, as, as us as, as speakers here um, because uh, some really great conversations happen. So um, who doesn't love a great conversation? We like to keep this uh, as authentic as possible and just have a really great time. So we're going to keep with that. Uh, so be sure to request, come up. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, with that being said, I'm just going to introduce myself. And then we can go with um, Anthony and Sean and then obviously Kent. If you don't know who Kent is, then you must be hiding under a rock or something. Uh. But uh, we'll go ahead and uh, allow him to introduce himself as well. So my name is Scott Sandlogy. I'm the technical community manager at Edgeo and co-host of this, uh, well, MC-ish. How's that? <laughs> this wonderful JavaScript GM here. So Anthony, We'll go with you next. Hello, I am a developer advocate at Edio. Happy to be here. And I'm Yishan Nan, VP of uh, the applications platform here at Edio as well. Awesome, Kent. My name is Kent C. Dodds, and I am a full-time educator and software developer. Um, and I work on, uh, right now I'm working on uh, epicweb.dev um, and this is the first time I've talked about this on Twitter, but uh, I just actually released the first Ooh. free course on Epic Web Dev about deploying web applications all over the world um, in multiple regions, including your data. So definitely check that out, epicweb.dev. And then um, I, I also created epicreact.dev, uh, still one of the most popular uh, courses or, or educational uh, pieces of material on the internet about uh, teaching React and testingjavascript.com, which I think I, I can say is the most popular um, educational material on testing JavaScript. So uh, yeah, still actively um, teaching all of that stuff. That's that's what I do. And then I, I organize uh, RemixConf. Um, I, I was working, awesome. last year I was working at Remix. Now I'm consulting for them to, to put the conference together. And we're so glad that you decided to do that. So uh, way, to, way to stay involved with Remix. Love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, all that stuff that you just shouted out to folks, please go check it out. Maybe we can pin something up on the, uh, the Jumbotron up here. Anthony, I don't know if you can grab something uh, easily. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll pin that up there for you. And also, um, you know, I, I think there's just some really exciting things going on around Remix Conference. Obviously, um, Kent, you're going to be, I think you're going to be doing a, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you're going to be talking about testing, uh, there or doing a, uh, a class on it, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So when, uh, when Ryan and Michael said, Hey Kent, can you help us organize RemixConf? Um, I said, well, okay, I've got a couple of conditions. And one of them was, um, I want to speak at RemixConf this year. So if you're going to have me organized and decide who's speaking, I'm picking myself. <laughs> and they said that was fine. So, <laughs> so I picked myself as one of the speakers. Um, and then uh, I also picked myself as a workshop delivery 
um, person <laughs> as an instructor. Um, and so, yeah, the workshop that I'm giving is about testing web applications. Um, I have been working on that for a couple of weeks and I just finished uh, all the content for it yesterday and it rocks. Uh, it's going to be really, really good. So take a look at that. Um, and then the talk, uh, I'm still bouncing around a couple ideas, actually. Um, so it's still a TBA uh, for now. You'll just have to come to the conference to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be good. Of course it will. If it comes from Ken, it's going to be good. Oh, so. Well, I mean, I, I can also give bad talks if I want to. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I don't prepare well enough, I, I definitely am capable of giving a bad talk. So I will do my best. I would like to see you do like a parody of like, <laughs> like yeah. every bad thing that everyone does at all their talks. You know, that would be like that's that is not a bad idea because I, I definitely have For opinions real. on what makes a good talk. And it would be very interesting to just do all the bad things um, <laughs> like yeah, the like throwing a one wheel out into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the the title could be something like this is the worst talk you've ever seen or something that that would be interesting yes absolutely awesome well <clears throat> i'm super also, excited shout out to we got a bunch of people in the crowd who actually were at remix conference uh That's like true. will and Sabin. alex and Sabin. So yeah, anyone's welcome to jump up and join the conversation. Yes, because you know, you know what happens at Remix. Yeah, well, we're so, lots of amazing okay. swag. You have a great, amazing swag this year again. Oh man, yeah. The quality, the quality was superb. I wear that sweatshirt when it was cold all the time. It was so comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that sweatshirt rocks. Um, I, I am personally, I'm not a huge fan of hoodies because I don't like taking things uh, off and like and putting them over my head and all that. I just, I don't like that. But that hoodie is really, it, it looks slick. This year, and the shirts too were awesome. Um, having, well, one of the things I loved about Remix Conf last year was that we did um, a shirt in every color of the Remix logo. There are, um, how many colors? Five colors. <laughs> R-E-M-I-X. Yeah. That's five. <laughs> um, so yeah, five colors of shirts. And so you could choose which color you wanted. And so it was like super colorful. Um, I loved that. So this year we're doing something similar with the shirts. Um, we can't find all of the colors with the the style that we're doing, but we're we're doing those like baseball t-shirts. It's a three-quarter sleeve um, shirts. I, I love those. I, I wore those like crazy oh, those nice. as a kid. I, I love those shirts. So um, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, but then we also are going to have, uh, these just awesome fanny packs. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to be rad. Um, and one of the cool things about them is that they're made from recycled materials. Um, but they're, uh, intentionally made to, um, be different. So everybody is going to have a fanny pack that looks unique to them. And th so that'll be pretty pretty sweet and like really dig in the the 90s vibe but you know fanny packs are totally coming back um so uh i i, oh, yeah. I definitely plan on using mine um so yeah we'll, we'll have some pretty sweet swag um and then of course the sponsors are all bringing stuff like uh cockroach labs is doing one of the coolest things i've ever heard and that is instead of giving out swag that people are going to throw away when they get home they're actually giving out uh charity donations so you can choose a charity that you want to donate to and they'll they'll donate to uh to that charity it's gonna be sweet 
So um, yeah, they're like building an app for it and stuff. It's going to be awesome. Um, well, that's a really compelling that's so idea. unique. Yeah. yeah, super unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, aside from, oh, go ahead. No, that's, yeah, go, go for it. I was going to say, aside from, you know, having you speak um, and some of the, and, and the, the swag. And by the way, I still have my remix shirt. I, I picked the, the bright green. Mm. Um, and I actually saw, you know, somebody on the flight back with, I can't remember, it was another very bright color. It makes it very easy when you're on a flight <laughs> and everyone's leaving to see other folks who attended remix because those colors of those shirts stood out really well. Mm. But aside from that, is there something, you know, what are the things or changes compared to last year? that you're looking to do this year in terms of the content or in terms of how other things in terms of how it's organized. Yeah, sure. That folks can look forward to. So the um, one thing that we did last year was we ended up combining the workshops that Ryan and Michael uh, or Ryan and I were giving uh, this year. We're not doing that. So we're, we are going to have two unique topics. That'll be cool. Ryan's doing an advanced remix and I'm doing the testing one. Uh, and then another thing that we're doing different is that we're doing two days of, of talks. Um, so just twice as much awesome learning opportunity there, um, which would be really sweet. So uh, it, it was really difficult to whittle down uh, what was, I think, 175 talk proposals down to the uh, 25 or so that we have. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be sweet to have so many people uh, speaking and, and so much time to to rub shoulders with people. Um, we're, we're also going to have... Uh, the React core team there will be doing a panel. Um, so like uh, Dan Abramoff is going to be there. He's actually also speaking in addition to the panel, which is pretty sweet. Like it's it's actually awesome because uh, he does not speak at conferences very often. He just, um, I think, doesn't enjoy the travel or something. Um, but uh, he is coming like the night before and then he's leaving the next day. So he's he's flying all the way from London to Salt Lake City, that's like a, wow. a, a nine hour flight yeah. or, or more um, just for like less than 24 hours um, just to, to speak at this conference. So like super kudos to him. Thank you, Dan, if you're listening in. Um, but we're also, we're going to have uh, Joe Savona and Ricky Hanlon uh, from the React core team on this panel. Um, and, and actually, as far as like dropping names and stuff, uh, <laughs> I, I may as well mention uh, Christoph uh, Nakazawa is most likely going to be there too. Um, so creator or not creator of Jest, but like reinventor of Jest, um, awesome person. He's working on this cool app called Athena Crisis. That's just a, uh, a fun game, super rad. Um, but uh, yeah, so there, there's a bunch of stuff there. Some of the stuff that's the same, like the, the after party uh, is going to be the night of, of the first conference uh, or, or first conference day. And um that's going to be awesome, you know, focused on um, real human connection rather than like lots of conferences I go to are just like, all right, we're all going to go squeeze into this little room with loud music so you can't hear each other and just fill you up with booze so you don't care. Um, that's not the vibe that we're going for at Remix Conf. Um, so we're going to fill you up with milkshakes and give you board games to play and like a bunch of other stuff. Like you all are going to be there doing a, a, a live podcast thing. Um, we've got a couple other cool things planned for uh, for that evening. So it's going to be um, a night to remember that you can remember, um, which is kind of what we're going for there. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, another really awesome thing 
Sorry, I, I keep on talking. You can interrupt me. I, I no, no, yeah, keep going. Yes, keep talking. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're here to hear you. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have any follow-ups, that's fine too. Um, but uh, the so the night before the conference, uh, what we did last year and we're doing again this year is we have backup speakers. Um, and I've I've um been a backup speaker before, and one of the problems with being a backup speaker is you're you're deciding like how much effort should I put into preparing this talk if I'm not even going to give it at all, um, and so it's really um, and, and then it's it, it's also a weird feeling because you're like I hope somebody gets sick I guess like you know so um, for the backup speakers um, we actually record their talks the night before um, and and oh, that's really smart. we let people uh, come in and watch the talk and you know applaud and all that stuff too. Um, and so uh, that way they, they can still deliver their talks and we put it up on YouTube, just like everybody else. Like, uh, in fact, uh, for, if you go to the remixed YouTube and uh, check out last year's uh, conference playlist, you probably won't be able to tell which ones were the backups. Um, which I think like, that's, that's a big part of being a speaker is being able to, to present something that you can then uh, share with the world later. Um, and we also treat them just as well as all the other speakers. So they get the the stipend, they get the speaker dinner, all of the other uh, things there. So uh, yeah, definitely arrive the uh, day before the conference or, or on the workshop day or like come to the workshop. But uh, yeah, uh, come to the, the conference venue the night before because we are going to be doing a couple talks uh, that night too. Um, yeah, just so much, so much cool stuff. And like the day after the conference, we're going to be putting together some uh, fun activities for people to go do like we've still got tons of snow up here in the mountains so i'm gonna see if i can get some people to go up skiing like i think that'd be pretty rad we'll <laughs> we'll see if that ends up happening but uh yeah like how they did volleyball and react Miami. yeah yeah uh that that would be sweet i think so yeah we, we've got a we're almost to 300 people this year um, so a really nice big crew of folks who are just awesome. How many was it last year? It was, uh, three thirty um, around there last year. So I was actually, I could talk about that a little bit. Um, this year has been a very unique challenge for us conference organizers. <laughs> um, so last year it went super well. And so we decided to go really big this year and we thought, okay, we can easily get to 500, maybe 600 people. And then the economy just totally tanked and every sponsor... Everyone lost their job. Yeah, yeah. Like, they couldn't get sent to a conference by their job anymore because they didn't have a job. Yeah, exactly. It's so sad. Like, So many people got laid off and, and companies are like, we're not going to sponsor a conference to hire people after we just fired a bunch of people. So um, I know that um, React Miami also struggled big time. I'm pretty sure React ATL is, is having to work extra hard. Um, so this is... Uh, I, I think Europe has been surprisingly free of, of struggle, at least the organizers I've been uh, chatting with. But I know US conferences have had a really, really hard time. Uh, so I'm thrilled that we're almost to 300. I'd love it if, uh, let's see, like 20, if 22 of you could buy a ticket right now, that would just fill my heart with glee, because then we could say we got 300. Everyone go. <laughs> hey, wait a second, wait a second. Don't we have, uh, don't you have an amazing uh, discount code I saw you shouting out? Uh, yeah, we, so we have a team discount. That's my favorite is when, uh, and the reason team discount, uh, people getting team tickets is my favorite is not only because we get more people coming, but also because normally those are paid for by their employer. And I feel a lot better about taking money from employers than I do taking money from individual people. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, please talk to your boss about um, paying for your education. I think that's actually what they should be doing. Um, 
So yeah, the the, the discount for a team is team. <laughs> so uh, if you get three or more tickets, then you can get a, I think it's a 25 or 20% discount um, on tickets. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see your team at the conference. It's going to be sweet. You know, um, I wonder if there's a, not to add more things to, to your to-do list, mm. but if, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate what's happening in the industry right now, but if you could even especially for online or even people there, like something like, I'm assuming you have a job board or something where people can collaborate. I know in my experience, I actually tried to hire uh, two people that I met at the conference. I had a 50% hit rate. We got one of them, but not the other. Um, but, you know, it's a great place, you know, if you are looking for somebody that people who are looking to find who have to do open positions can meet up with people who are looking for, for positions um, that's another great value of a conference, especially in person. So I don't know if you've got a job board or you're planning for it or thinking about it, but something to just throw out. Yeah. There. I'm going to put that on our to-do list right now. That's a great idea. I'm, and then by the way, I, I go, oh, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, since there was silence, I was going to fill it with, um, I'm literally doing that right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I think it provide a lot of value for, for the entire community. Um, and that's one of the great things about conferences is the people you meet, whether it's a short term or in the long term, you never know. Um, I like to say in this industry, you never know, you know, somebody who reports to you might end up being your boss in the next gig because, mm. you know, they land at some company and things change and maybe that one turns out to be a rocket ship. Um, and then by the way, on, on, on Dan's flight, it's, it's so awesome you're going to have Dan out there. Uh, kudos for pulling that off. It is a 10-hour flight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Non-stop. So uh, thanks to him for making the trip out there. Um, so that'll be great. And I'm looking forward to hearing to he what they have to say. Mm, yeah. I, I'm really excited about his talk, actually. The, the title is is very mysterious. <laughs> it's uh, React from Another Dimension. Um, and, and somebody, I can't remember who, suggested that perhaps the, the talk was about um, what if we were to rebuild React from scratch, what would it look like or something? That would be pretty interesting. Oh, that would be very fascinating. So. Um, that's great. Um, how about for you know people who aren't in the Remix ecosystem? Can you speak to that audience about what percentage of the content and if you're you're targeting the conference really, like how much of the conference content are you targeting to the Remix ecosystem? versus even just general um mm. and let's say or call them remix curious versus remix experts versus also, remix into uh, intermediate yeah go ahead yeah and also add on to that like i feel like last year there's kind of some like themes and topics like performance and like edge were two big ones so mm. that's kind of along the same lines if there'll be like some kind of topics that are more general that you feel like will be represented a lot yeah totally so one of the things i love about remix is just its focus on the platform and so you can't really talk about remix without getting a lot of web stuff out of it um just naturally and uh that is it's personally important to me and because i got to choose the speakers um that's kind of where i just naturally um lean into anyway um so yeah there will be um, there will definitely be plenty of stuff about Remix. Like I, I do have kind of a filter, uh, just a nothing automatic, but like I, when I'm looking at a proposal, if they don't say anything about Remix, then I'm probably not going to accept it. It is a Remix conference after all. Um, but 
uh, like I said, lots of what Remix is, is just web stuff. Um, so we've got um, uh, some people from Cloudflare talking about web beyond the edge is the, their title. They're from, uh, you know, obviously Cloudflare is super into this edge stuff, uh, edge runtimes. Um, I see Theo's in here, so I want to make sure that we're, you know, clear about what edge means. Uh, <laughs> and then we do run a company called Edgeo. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go, too. Um yeah, so we, we've also got uh, some stuff around. Um, actually, one one talk I'm super excited about is from John Jensen. It's titled "Abuse the Platform," and his demo is outrageous. Um, and it is it is so cool. And and really, his talk is um, as far as Remix gets involved. It's just like Remix enables me to use the platform really easily. And now let's talk about how cool, uh, like these funny things we can do with the platform. Um, yeah, and I, I would say, like, to as a brief answer to your question, we're we're gonna be like um, over half of the stuff that we we talk about um, is completely transferable to re whatever you're building. Um, as you know, so long as you're building for the web, you're going to learn um, some things from these talks that will apply to um, uh, to you, even if it's not remix at all. Uh, like we we do have Henri back uh, talking about web performance uh, again, uh, like last year. So that's going to be pretty sick. Um, but then we do have some like diving deep on Remix stuff too. Um, so uh, Pedro from the Remix team is going to be talking about next gen HMR in Remix. Um, I I just the HMR story in Remix is actually really awesome, and he's been doing some really sweet things to make it even better. That'll um, make Theo so happy. Yeah, Theo, I'm, I'm looking at you, man. Love you. Um, and uh, yeah, the, so in Remix, it's actually really cool. What we've got now is if you change some um, UI code, you'll get HMR. You change your loader code, you get what we call HDR, which is uh, hot data revalidation, um, where it uh, Remix will refetch the data. So you're changing your loader or whatever to, to go refetch that data. So that, that's actually oh, pretty, nice. pretty sweet. Um, HMR is just a really tricky thing when you start talking about what happens with HMR and your your like data endpoints and stuff. Um, so yeah, that'll be pretty sweet. Um, we've got another one about um, convincing your boss to use Remix, which I think um, could probably be generalized into convincing your boss to use anything. Um, so that I think will be pretty interesting as well. So just so much stuff. One on uh, building the community uh, from Brooks, who has like a really active meetup. So anybody who wants to get involved in that angle of things, I think will really appreciate that. It's going to be well, like, stuff so, about so good. Hydrogen or Shopify? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I think we have uh, um, two talks that are uh, around um, hydrogen and e-commerce. Um, and so, yeah, that uh, of course, like Shopify, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Shopify acquired Remix last year. Um, and uh, so they're very interested in you know the uh, e-commerce capabilities of uh, of remix and um uh, they actually actually i could talk about that um as well if you want to dive deeper into that uh yeah acquisition. That's i'm actually really interested in is how those these two frameworks are going to either integrate or not or how they'll like what the status is because at a certain point there's like blog posts written about how hydrogen is just adopting remix which i don't really know what that even means mm -hmm. so i'm super curious about that yeah totally well so um i'm no longer on the team so i don't have like have a really deep understanding of what's going on there but i can say that um 
when when Shopify uh, came to us to to talk with us about um, the acquisition, we'd actually already had meetings with them um, about hydrogen using Remix um, and you know, like what are the problems you're trying to solve with the React server components? Where where are things at uh, as far as that's concerned? And uh, here's what we think we can do for you uh, with Remix. And we kind of suggested to them, why don't you just, instead of working on your own framework, because like Hydrogen was using server components, but server components isn't a, a solution that you just use. It's like a, the thing that a friend- also used it back before it was kind of modified. Yeah. Original implementation, they kind of, blaze that trail so yeah. other people could build on the better version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it was it was a little um rough around the edges, we'd say. Um so yeah, we we recommended how about instead of working on, you know, work uh, this uh, unreleased software and and building your own framework, you could just build on top of Remix and like if if server components are going to be a, a huge thing in the future, we can like uh, support server components and and you can use those. And, and that absolutely is going to be the case, by the way. React Server or Remix will, I can say with very strong confidence that Re, uh, React Server components will be supported by Remix in the future. Um, but we just said, like, you heard it here. Folks. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we, we just said, stop building your own framework, just build on top of us. And uh, they came out um, later and said, hey, actually, we really like that idea. How about we just like aqua hire all of you? Um, and um, so, yeah, that. One of the big concerns whenever uh, a company that you love gets bought by another company that you're uncertain of is uh, like, what if they just kill this thing that I love? And um, Shopify was just saying, no, 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 we're, we are just going to let you do your thing. And we just want to um, make sure that you don't get distracted by making money. <laughs> so that sounds great. And here is a truckload of money we'll park up front of your Yeah, yeah. So um, Come work for us. Um, I left before uh, joining Shopify. And so um, I can't really speak with, with that much authority. But I can tell you that uh, Ryan and Michael have both told me that Shopify has been true to their word. They've been really awesome keeping hands off and, and uh, just uh, so that like Remix just doesn't turn into a, a, a e-commerce Shopify uh, framework, but it's still like a very solid web framework that you can use to satisfy many requirements. Um, so as far as the conference is concerned, yeah, we do have, um, uh, I think we actually have two speakers from Shopify. One, uh, or yeah, one is talking about Shopify, the other is talking about web performance. I don't think he's gonna talk about Shopify at all. Um, and we have another talk that will um, will use hydrogen as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, Shopify hasn't had any sort of like hand on what Remix Conf is going to be, and I, I just think that's pretty sweet. For what it's worth, from the Remix team people I've talked to, I've been very surprised with how pumped they are with the state of things between Shopify and Remix. I I had my skepticisms, but I've been really pumped with what I've seen. I also, I think I missed mm. something because I heard my, I, I was blow drying my hair and I stopped and then I heard my name and you'd be really <laughs> supportive. So uh, I think it was HMR, but regardless, appreciate y'all. HMR, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I Now I've got this vision of you blow drying your hair, Theo, and it's it's pretty epic. Like, yeah, you should stream that sometime. <laughs> That's the million subscriber special. I'll finally do a hair tutorial. Oh, okay. okay. You all hear, heard it here. You hold Theo to that when Theo hits a million. God. <laughs> Somebody for a hot tub stream. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I'll say this. Um, I think people sometimes forget, uh, especially recently, Shopify, in the last few years, has really got some leadership 
especially from Google, who really get and understand the web ecosystem. Folks like Ilya Grigoric or Dion Elmer, who, who used to like, you know, manage Chrome with Ben over there at Google. Um, so in some sense, I'm not surprised. Um, it definitely feels like they they understand the web and the web ecosystem, at least for developers. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, uh, one of the things that I was excited about when the Shopify acquisition was happening was thinking like, oh, sweet, I can get back on the TC39 because Shopify sends a delegate. Um, and they're also, I think, on the W3C and stuff. And when I was at PayPal, I was on the TC39 and I just loved that. Um, and I thought that'd be really sweet to get back into that. Um, but ultimately, I, I decided, you know what, I've been wanting to build KCD EDU since the beginning of like forever. Um, and that's what Epic Web Dev is. And so I said, I, you know, I think now's as good a time as any to just go and build that thing I've been wanting to build forever. But yeah, like the fact that Shopify is, I, I really see Shopify as a really good steward of the web and they're um, working really hard to make the web a better place to develop for, uh, which is super cool. So um, I, I'm glad where Remix ended up for sure. So why wasn't my proposal accepted for Remix Conf? Oh yeah, I remember seeing your proposal, Theo. Uh, was it? Wait, can you remind me what the title was? I'd have to remember myself. <laughs> I think I think it was about HMR. Um, if I remember, I think it was literally like in defense of HMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so the reason that you weren't accepted is because uh, Pedro from the Remix team um, made his proposal about HMR and. He's literally the one working on it. So it was, I, I can't have two HMR talks. Um, and I chose the- You mean the person who's making HMR is a better speaker <laughs> on the topic of HMR and Remix than the person who's been shitposting about <laughs> Barely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I was thrilled to see your proposal, Theo. And I'd love to, um, if I if they don't uh, regret having me participate this year <laughs> and they want me to do it again next year, I'd love to have you come and speak at Remix Comp next year. Obviously, I would be incredibly down, especially if we're finally into the server component revolution there. I would very much enjoy talking about like the future of server components within and without Remix. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I, so I, I can't say too much uh, because I swore secrecy, but um, I, I have seen a lot of the ideas that the Remix team is working on uh, in Remix V3. And uh, it's uh, all like... I, I just want to preface this by saying it's all incrementally adoptable. Like your Remix V2 experience of upgrading to V2, like we're, V2 is not even released yet, but like most apps are already ready for that with just like an NPM update thing. It's the, their future flag thing has been awesome. So V3 will be the same sort of experience. It would be really, really nice. That all said, V3 is going to be so awesome and um, it will pave the way for a lot of the things that uh, that people want to get out of server components. Um, server components have uh, a number of foot guns that I'm very concerned about. And um, what I have seen from, uh, from Ryan about what V3 is going to be uh, will eliminate a lot of those foot guns, uh, which I'm very stoked for. So I, I have total trust in the team um, in being able to build out my favorite web framework. So I'm happy to be, um, um, yeah, well, I, I'm impatient. <laughs> I, I want what they have, um, what they were showing me. So it's going to be really good and definitely something like don't stop building your apps and like saying, well, we got to wait for V3. 
like work on them now. You'll be able to adopt these cool things in the future. Um, that's as much as I should say. I probably shouldn't even say that much. <laughs> I'm also really excited for the PlayStation Seven for what it's worth. Ooh, well, I, okay. So I don't follow. It was a, it was a joke about how we're talking about a version past the version past the version. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, okay. So that actually, when I was at Remix, one thing that we talked about a lot was we don't want to talk about things that haven't shipped yet. Um, like we want to ship it first and then talk about it and like build something and then talk about it. Uh, it's really hard to do that, surprisingly. Uh, like when you come up with this idea and you're like, this is going to just be the best. Um, it's very difficult to not talk about it. Like defer is a, a perfect example. Uh, we're like, okay, we've got this awesome solution for streaming and for, you know, uh, taking the, the non-critical data and taking it off the critical path. And, and uh, we're like, I, I was convinced we were like two weeks away. And so I started talking about it like crazy. And then we were like six months away. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's tough. <laughs> so do you mean to say that building and releasing an RFC with approximately a third of what you're trying to build and letting the community misinterpret it for months, if not years <laughs> at a time, isn't the ideal way to iterate in open source software? It, yeah, there are trade-offs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, yeah, suspense is going to be a, a meme for an extremely long time, I expect. Um, yeah. I feel like we forgot about concurrent mode too, which was a great meme for a while. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of mentioning that yeah. one to Dan once and ended up being like a half hour long. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. I, I would love to hear Rebase Cop Theo just as a participant or as a watcher. Yeah, Theo, are you, you going to be? Are you coming to Remix Cop? I'd love to have you over there. I. I won't be able to make it because I I'll be just getting back from another trip and then flying out like two days later for uh it's a chain react I'm going to like oh, right after oh, yeah, it. Yeah. So the timing just didn't work out I'm already doing four conferences this month I wish I had planned <laughs> better early I'll definitely do it next year though I'm 100 committed yeah well it will it be live streamed and can I co-stream it yes it will be live streamed you can absolutely co-stream it uh, I. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess I should probably be like, let me check with the powers that be because it's not my company anymore. But um, I think it, it's going to bring way more viewers. Yeah, I, I think it'd be a very smart thing to do. Pretty stupid to not do it. So, yeah, totally uh, co-stream. That sounds awesome. Very, very um, down. And I definitely agree with the viewership piece. Like I've had like the yeah, jams.com literally paid me to co-stream it and I tripled their viewership. What? <laughs> Dude, well, that's awesome. I, I wish that we'd had a better showing for sponsors this year because then I'd say we should pay you. But yeah, sponsorships this year have been extremely difficult. <laughs> but Shopify is definitely like, they're they're like, you know, we really want you to pick up sponsors, but um, we'll, we'll cover, you know, whatever, you know, in the red you end up. And we are definitely ending up in the red. <laughs> So luckily we have Shopify to back us, so it's not like a second mortgage on my house or anything. <laughs> you hinted a bit so, about yeah. your like concerns with server components. If you're down, I'd love to go a bit more into that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, so I had this live stream with Dan and Joe a couple weeks ago that um, a lot of people read into in funny ways and, and thought that we were really mad at each other or something. Um, but uh yeah, we, we we could talk about that. Would you mind real quick? Uh, I think Ashish came up here. I just want to see if he had a question or a comment real quick. Please do. What's up, Ashish? Hello. Hey. 
Hi, Ken. How's it going? Hello. Good, good. I want to say that uh, TT stack is the best stack ever I have ever seen. <laughs> Will the T3 stack ever use a remix? There's a question. <laughs> the T3 stack is fully mods or absolutely could be a few. In my in my college uh, in my college uh, my teachers uh, the t taught us a mon stack, but I want to uh, stay with the T3 stack actually. Yeah, the Mern stack is a bit past its prime. Yeah, I like. I love honestly. T that's why I love the T three stack. It it felt like we hadn't had a stack with like a name in a while, and we certainly hadn't had one that's name wasn't literally a list of the technologies. I wanted like a term that we could reference that would also change as the software that we use every day gets better, and not have to like change the term every two years because one piece changed. Yeah, like, going from mean to mern was so dumb. Yes. and I just never wanted to deal with that again. But so I, I'm a little bit confused between no. Sorry, what was that, Ashish? Do you have a question about Remix by any chance? Theo is just too magnet. He just brings the crowd <laughs> T3 all day. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, actually, so on I want to think about Remix. On, on the on the naming thing, um, so that that actually 100% agree with you, Theo. Um, it's really annoying to have, uh, or, or it's really difficult to choose a name for a stack like that because, well, I mean, this uses TypeScript, but it also uses Tailwind. And it also uses Postgres. It also uses, it deploys on uh, AWS or whatever. Like it's, it's just impossible uh, to come up with a name that describes all of those things. And so that's why with the Remix stacks, we've got the Indie stack and the Blues stack and the Grunge stack. And like we're we're going with music theme, uh, just because it's impossible to describe all of the things that go into those stacks. So you just come up with a completely different name, um, and then you can swap out technologies as you know as it makes sense. Do you guys remember the grand stack? Oh, GraphQL, I... React, Apollo, and Neo four J. Whoa, yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't that know one. if anyone actually used it, but it had a very hooky <laughs> stack name. Yeah, I, I think your niche is showing, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? I, I know the guy who created the stack. So that <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I will say, I absolutely loved the stacks when Remix did that. I thought it was the coolest thing, and I was yeah. I wish more technologies took that seriously. Like as cool as it is, what Next does with all their examples. I find that when it's an example, it goes out of date really quickly. And like once every few years, it might get touched. But when it's like a baked in stack, quote unquote, is like part of the project, it tends to to stay a useful representation of how to use the things. Yeah, 100%. Um, that, and that was that was part of the, the desire. And, and the other aspect of this is that we wanted to make it easy for people to make their own because when I was at PayPal, like we, there's no way we could have used a, a pre-built stack. We've got... I, I mean, we could have used it, but then there are like 70 things that you have to do after you set up the workshop or, or the uh, the stack. Um, and so, yeah, being able to make a completely custom stack that deploys to your own infra, has all of your own you know, security stuff that you need to do and all of that stuff, um, that was really important. And I know there are uh, quite a few companies that are using that to great effect. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think more companies should take it, or, or more uh, frameworks should take that sort of thing uh, seriously. Shout out to the ones that took us seriously. Like, it's really cool how much 
overlap there is now between like T3 and TRPC or mm. like the collaboration of like T3 and Next Off and even like Superbase works with us a bunch now. Like the amount of like the, the coolest thing I've felt throughout this chaotic journey has been the the number of people I never would have expected to reach out that just reached out and wanted to be involved and be really hyped on the stuff. Like for a bit, the create T3 app repo was a bit of a, almost a training ground for new TRPC contributors. Mm. The results, like some very talented engineers making some really monumental impact. Yeah. That is so cool. That's how, how I learned TRPC. The first time I'd ever used it was when I used create T3 app for the first time. Uh, TSR. TSR. No. I think the regional uh, latency might be making it a little hard for Ashish to participate. Uh, I want to learn more about the TT stack. Can you please make another tutorial on TT stack? There will be an updated tutorial when the new next stuff all shifts and there's a, a better state of things for me to iterate on. Mm. The, the harsh reality is right now, I'm not actually using Create T3 app a whole lot because I'm so app router pilled and it's hard for me to go back, but we'll have Create T3 app updated as soon as it's reasonable. I really don't want the app to be, I never want CT3A to be in a state where where the APIs will significantly shift underneath you in a way that like isn't great in production. Like I, I've been there for monumental weird shifts at my job and everything in CT3A right now is very stable and I would confidently ship to millions of users at any company. The stack I'm using right now, I'm less confident in, but as the edges are smoothed out, you can bet your butt there will be some really good tutorials on it. I didn't want this to be about me and T3 stack stuff, though. I really wanted to talk with Kent about all the cool stuff that they're doing over in Remix. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, Ashish, thanks, man. If you have any other questions, thank you. About thank, it, you. Remix, thank you so much. Awesome. Very good. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I just want to really quickly say thank you for everybody listening in here. Um, uh, be sure to uh, follow Kent and Theo and anybody else that's been up here giving you value. Be sure to click on their face there. Uh, follow them because if you're getting value from them here, you're most likely going to get value from them in other places. Actually, I can guarantee that. Um, so, yeah, please feel free to do that. Um, also, we wouldn't mind a follow as well on JavaScript Jam. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, JavaScriptJam.com, please go check it out. But with that being said, um, yeah, Kent, I think you were about to go into a few things uh, that, that Theo had just mentioned. So uh, if you want to pick back up. Yeah, sure. Free, we can go from there. Yeah, so I, I should mention, uh, I'm going on a trip with my family. Uh, I need to leave in like 12 minutes. So uh, just uh, so y'all know. Um, so I uh, the the main concerns that I have with, uh, with React Server components is, uh, like I, I mentioned, the foot guns. So here's an example of a... Um, a thing. Well, I, I think let's first to establish um, the the scene. Um, React server components work really well if you structure your app in a certain way, and don't work well at all if you don't. Um, so that's true of React in general. It has always been. Uh, just yeah, sure, sure. But the the difference is. Um, uh, so I, I'm talking specifically about composition and what. Uh, what Dan and I talked about in our live stream, um, he called the donut pattern, um, which I'm not sure. No, I don't think he called it the donut pattern, but it, he like that's kind of the idea um, where you, you basically have scope slots. Um, if you're familiar with the view, it's the same sort of idea. So you have a component that accepts um, props that are uh, React elements um, as props. Uh, and so then 
effectively, your server components are what I call layout components, where they're just responsible for uh, laying out uh, different interactive pieces um, in some sort of UI. Uh, so that I, I've had a blog post about this for years um, and recommending people do this. Uh, Michael Jackson has a really good video about composition and and why if, if you use composition, you don't actually uh, really need the context API for applications, uh, things like that. The context API makes a lot of sense for libraries, not, not so much for apps, uh, if you are following this, this structure. So for years, we've been trying to convince people to follow this structure because it's a really good idea from a maintainability standpoint, from a performance standpoint. Um, and we have been unsuccessful, I would say. Um, most people do not write their uh, React apps this way. Most people um, are fine prop drilling, and then they're like, oh, man, prop drilling stinks. Let's use this context thing. That's supposed to solve prop drilling. And it does, but it, it brings a whole host of other problems. So um, it, the a couple of reasons why this structure matters so much with server components is that um, if you don't do this, then you um, have to introduce your client component boundary pretty early. And everything below that um, that client component in the tree needs to also be a client uh, a client component. So you lose a lot of the benefits. Um, again, like you don't have this problem if you structure it properly uh, with these slots, but uh, like in your uh, server components, you just slot in where the interactive bits are. But people aren't doing that as much. Um, but even more dangerous is. Um, if you aren't doing things in, in this way, um, every time you pass props uh, in a, a server component, those props are going to be serialized. Um, and so let's say you've got um, a collection of items. They're like 5,000 items. It's like a search results uh, page, or maybe 5,000 is probably too much. Like that, that would be like a data grid or something. But let, let's just say 100 items um, that you've got on your search results page. Um, and then you're, you've got what most people structure their React components as, like this component renders this component, which renders this one. And so you're passing the props down to each one of those. Every single time you pass the, those props down, those props are going to get serialized um, to you know, some JSON representation um, and then sent to the client. And so what you can end up with is multiple copies of um, this serialized data. And um, there, I, I can't tell you where I heard this, um, but there was an application shift to production that affected a celebrity that you know um, that uh, um, had this problem and ended up with 60 megabytes of serialized props. Um, where once, once, and the really weird thing about this is that you didn't know it was 60 megabytes because it gzips so well because it's like so much duplication. And so because it gzips so well, it looks like two kilobytes of serialized uh, JavaScript. And, and what it uh, ended up being after it was um, extracted was 60 megabytes. Now, um, it's cool that you're not transferring that much over the wire because it gzips so well, but as soon as you're trying to evaluate that, uh, your uh, application is gonna be dog slow. Um, and so it's, uh, I, I before I heard about that, I did not know this would be a problem, and um, it concerns me that enormous, enormous performance problems that are quite difficult to debug and understand um, are so like relatively easy with this technology, um, and there's 
absolutely no way to protect against this. And it would be very difficult to test against this too. Like, how do you write a test to make sure you don't do that? Because um, it all comes down to how you're structuring your components and, and uh, you can fix it today and somebody can break it tomorrow. They, they need to have a really deep understanding of server components and, and the right things to do and the wrong things to do. And, and so the fact that I didn't know that could be a problem and then that happened in the wild, um, that brings me concern because there are other problems I'm sure that I don't know about. And, and I can appreciate that like, we're always going to have this with new technology and eventually we'll figure all that out. But there you go. That's, that is one of the reasons why I am um, hesitant uh, on server components. I, I definitely see that that's, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Theo. Sorry. No worries. Uh, so the, I, I hear you on a lot of this. The thing that I've liked more about server components than previous React Thrash is that generally I found the edge cases to slap you in the face a little bit harder and a little bit earlier, which I actually really like about it. It's that there are more of these foot guns than there were prior, but I found them to be more intuitive both to identify and to like deal with once you found them versus like a, a misfiring use effect can be one of the hardest things to even identify much less actually resolve and a lot of what these patterns have enabled is for us to just build less of the cases that have weird edges and there are weird edges in these new paths absolutely but i find them to be much less sharp yeah, uh, I, I think that's great. And I actually feel the same way about hooks. I feel like um, hooks made it so um, when you did the wrong thing, it was more obvious. Whereas with classes, you could forget component uh, did update and um, and nobody would care. Um, and so, yeah, I, I can appreciate that as well. Um, I just, I, I don't know. Um, it, I, I feel like it's still it still requires a pretty deep understanding of the underlying technology and uh, digging in further into React is actually not something I'm super interested in. Um, I, what, what I really like from the Remix angle is that um, React has kind of turned into a template library for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like um, we're going to have a bit of a, a split in the React ecosystem where people who really want to dig in deep into React and just put everything into React are going to be more attracted to Next. And people who are um, happier to have React be just the, the visual components um, are going to be a lot more interested in Remix. Um, and I think that's fine. Um, the, I don't have any problem with that. I, I'm definitely on the Remix side of that um, that chasm, though. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for both you guys going back and forth on that. I, uh, it's some great things to hear. I mean, everybody's going to have some really good opinions when it comes to all this. Uh, and I'm sure we'll hear more and more about it as things progress uh, moving forward. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that. So especially with uh, <clears throat> maybe some V3 things coming out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, we have someone uh, who's waiting to come up. Let's yeah, have well, a question that, about should... Remix. Yeah, I want to be mindful of time here. Just remember, folks, we got about four minutes left. Kent's got to get going here soon. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. What's up? Hi. Um, I have a quick question for Kent. You mentioned the um, to structure the React components properly. I think you named it somehow in the beginning, but I didn't catch that. Can you maybe repeat that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's uh, effectively composition. Um, I will... Um, 
link to the article that I was talking about um, that dives in a little bit deeper. Uh, it's actually, I'm a little bit ashamed of this article because the title is pretty clickbaity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's called One React Mistake That's Slowing You Down. Yeah, I'm <laughs> embarrassed. Um, but uh, yeah, just replied to uh, the original tweet for this space. I don't know where, like, if just see the last tweet I sent uh, as a reply. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's I, I call them layout components. Uh, they're responsible for taking in JSX as props and then lay, laying them out into uh, where they're supposed to be in the UI. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Adam, well, Kent, do you have any last words uh, for, for folks here that if they're not going to Remix, what's the one big thing they're going to miss out on? And also, if you're going, uh, yeah, we're just going to be happy to see those folks there. But what, yeah, what's something that you can leave people with here? Uh, just kind of an open-ended thing here, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I hate to fill people with FOMO, but I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> so I think the, the biggest thing you're going to miss out on is um, we have just the coolest community. Um, I, I am so thrilled to be a part of the Remix community. And we've worked really, really hard to, to keep the Remix community uh, a really positive one. And it is very difficult sometimes when, it, when, people's, um, uh, when people put their value in what they've created and stuff like that. It can be really, really challenging. Um, but I think we've managed to uh, keep the Remix community a very positive one. So if you don't come to RemixConf, I mean the the community lives out uh, like on the digital space as well. And um, there are I'm seeing people on this space who I just feel like are dear friends that I still haven't met in person. I'm looking at you, Darius. Um, but uh, the I, I feel like uh, if you can't make it, then what you're going to be missing out on is is meeting these people who are just genuine, nice uh, people who want to make the web a better place. And I think that's pretty sweet. That's amazing. And I will totally second that. I mean, events, that's, that's what it's all about, folks. It's about the networking. It's about creating that community and growing and building yourself individually with the community uh, that you're surrounded by. You know, you are who you uh, hang out with most. So if you want to be, you know, uh, making yourself a, a better developer, a better, um, you know, advocate, you know, all these different things, you know, uh, you're you're going to want to be involved in the latest technologies and Remix and Kent and all these people up here that have been speaking uh, today uh, definitely offer you that opportunity to be involved with that community um, and grow yourself individually and as uh, you know in 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 your surroundings. So um, thank you so much, Kent, for joining us today. We greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come and talk a little bit about Remix Conference and what's coming up with that. We're really really excited and we can't wait to be there. Uh, like Kent said, we're going to be doing a um, a live podcast like we've done with a few of our other events um and then so be sure to, to jump on that with us because we'll have some of the speakers there with us um on there kind of being able to 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 you know ask questions of them and talk with them as well so make sure you you become a part of that and if you don't want to miss out on it then, then follow us on twitter javascript jam and go to javascriptjam.com and up, go to the newsletter and if you haven't gotten your ticket yet for remix conference i don't know what you're doing just sitting here in this room so go get it right now <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Seriously, if you hadn't have enough value from this this room here, geez, how about um, 20x that by going to the conference, right? <laughs> geez Louise, it's going to be great. Um, and Kent, did you want to throw that out there one more time? The team's discount for those folks. If you have a team of people you want to bring, I think it's 20 or 25% discount or something like that. Pretty big. So um, what was that again? Yeah, the discount is team. 
Um, and I'll, I'll tell you what, um, I'm going to tell you a super secret discount. Uh, so the, t- the team discount, uh, you need to have three tickets or more and you'll get, um, oh, I should, here, let me look at it. I've, I've got it up right now. It's 20% off. Uh, if you do team 20, then you can do two people, uh, two tickets or more. Um, and, uh, and you'll okay. get 20% off. So there you go. Um, all right. Hopefully I don't get in trouble for go. that. <laughs> all right. No, listen, 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 this is great. This is great. So all you got to do, instead of finding two people in yourself, now all you got to do is find one other person that wants to go and you just pair up with them, do team 20 and you save 20%. That's incredible. That's a big discount. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Go get you some. Yes. All right, folks. Thank you so much. We love y'all. And um, don't forget, we do this every Wednesday at uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Kent, uh, do you have any last things you want to say before you head out? Uh, safe travels with your family. You said you're going somewhere, so it's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you put, put that first. Thank you all for being so nice. You're awesome. Thanks, everybody, for joining. It was fun. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Kent. Great it's time. been incredible. Absolutely. All right, y'all, give Kent some round of applause, some hearts, some 100s. We love it. Woo, hand clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like a train horn that was amazing i I don't have that one that's good yeah awesome all right thanks we'll see y'all at remix hopefully and if we don't you're gonna be missing out (laughs) all right see you next time see ya (laughs) on the next one yes Thank y'all so much, and we'll see you in the next one. Love y'all.